subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. He's Garrett. I'm Matt, and I can still see him here in the flesh, <laughs> which is pretty cool because we don't get to do that too often where there is not a screen and 3,000 miles between us. But we are back with you guys again. Obviously, whether we're together in person or not, it doesn't really affect you all very much. Um, maybe the energy is a little bit different. For it them. changes for me because you keep gazing into my eyes. Oh, it's just, it, it is. <laughs> well, because when we're on the computer, we're gazing into the little tiny black dot at the top of the yep. screen <laughs> to maintain that eye contact. But guys, welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. We're excited to have you. If you want to learn more about Ninja and Ninja Coaching, which is where Garrett and I spend a lot of our time, head over to ninjaselling.com. You can click coaching at the top. We also have an incredible Facebook community. Search for the Ninja Selling Podcast. But Gary, we got a great topic that we get to dive into right away because we're looking ahead to the spring and we're thinking, man, it's going to get busy. We're watching it right now. <laughs> and what do realtors do when things get busy? Well, you got to sacrifice something, right? No. Oh. <laughs> Or everything. Or everything. Just throw everything <laughs> out and just be like, the business is here. We got to go. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we were kind of getting ready and talking about this topic and episode. And and we're already starting to see the energy pick up. We're already starting to see people start to make sacrifices in their calendars to their their important things, their, their health. Their, yeah, it's, it's minor right now because it, it's not crazy. But I think it's one of those things that we've... A lot of realtors have been hungry here for a little while. Yep. And when you've been hungry and all of a sudden, like you're given a chocolate cake, you eat the whole chocolate cake and all at once. And then you wonder why you feel horrible. And I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> or amazing. <laughs> yeah, I would feel horrible. That would be a very bad, bad day. But that's, I think, you know, we, we can easily get gluttonous over that time when it shows up. And that's what we got to be careful about is, is that we are entering into a marketplace that's more rewarding. And how do we control our time? How do we control our energy so that we can maintain this? We don't burn ourselves out. We don't yeah. sacrifice the things that are important. And that this is what we need to focus on right yeah, now. Absolutely. And it's not the things that come up that are related to productive business necessarily. We use those as excuses, right? Because yes, there are going to be those times where all, somebody lists a property at midnight and it's best and final by 5 p.m. that day. And you're like, all right, hey, I got I to gotta get my buyers out. It's kind of like, let's just get up and go. That happens. Yep. But it doesn't, even when it happened a lot, quote unquote, in 21, it wasn't like an every single day thing. And, it be, and I think the where the stress comes in is not managing the expectations and process on all the other things that aren't truly urgent. Yeah. And we fall into this trap of letting us get controlled by the clients, controlled by the marketplace, controlled by other realtors as well. When I say, hey, if we take a, an approach where we get ahead of this and let's come up with what's our program? How do we do listing appointments? How do we do buyer consults? What's the qualification for me to go out to somebody's house and spend that time? What's the qualification in terms of when I have that time available to do those things? Well, also making sure it doesn't slow us down in the business because that's possible. Yep. It's not like we're saying, hey, slow yourself down and you don't need to take that listing appointment tomorrow, you know, and because people have fear, right? The, all of this is driven out of, well, if I don't do it now, if I don't do what the client says right now, if I don't jump, I'm going to lose that piece of business. Yep. 
And that drives you into this fear loop, which is just a downward spiral. Well, and this is where, again, a lot of a lot of people is they're they're working through this business. They can't lose it. And again, as I was saying, they've got the 2023 might not have been your best year. And so when this business starts to come back around, I got to make sure it gets from my hand to the closing table. I got to make sure these pieces of business happen. And you get hyper-focused on it. And yeah. when you get hyper-focused on it, you start dropping the ball around other stuff. But I, you also made a comment, Matt, that I think is really interesting, which is, like getting really good with your systems and your processes of how you're working with people right now, because you do want to maximize that time that you are working with them so that you can go help others and you can go take it. I mean, this goes back to the time of like, yeah, I've got a buyer again. Do I want to show that buyer three homes or do I want to show them 40 homes before they write a contract? Same buyer, same process. They're going to buy a house. Did we make it take three weeks to find him a home or do we make him take three days to find him a home? Mm -hmm. And this is all in your court as the realtor of with your systems and your processes of the questions you're asking and the how you know how you're working with them up front and what you're learning to be able to really put them in a home that they're going to be like, oh my gosh, how did you do it? All three of these homes are absolutely perfect. And this is our top one. And we want to write an offer on this instead of like, yeah, we saw five more homes today. And I don't know. Like, this is your time to get ahead of this right now. Get really good with your systems because, you know, when you look at the times, like we talk about P time, I time, and E time, and Ninja. And P time is the time that you're getting paid face to face. I time is the time that in your business that you're creating new P time. And E time is what we call everything else, also referred to as non productive time. And this is the other trap that a lot of people get into is that non productive time that they don't realize that key time when we're out showing property, listing presentations, writing offers, presenting out counter offers. Once you get that deal accepted, it turns into non-productive time, whether you like it or not. Like yeah. as you're now spending time with that client and we think we're doing really good things for our business by hyper-focusing on this non-productive e-time, getting this thing to closing. And really what we're doing is we're stopping the growth of where we're at. We're stopping this business that we we need to be out and focusing on other stuff. And this, again, goes back to getting control of your time, understanding your time, and being very aware of where you're yeah. spending it. And once you gain that control of where you are spending it, then it comes to how do you set the expectations for the people you work with and for yourself so that everybody knows what's going on? I feel whenever it gets busy, I see a lot of realtors get into this trap, Garrett, where they kind of like slow roll into the process. And I don't mean that in terms of a time thing, because sometimes it can happen very fast, but they don't have these important upfront conversations. Yep. Like, hey, this is how I work, by the way. This is how this works. Phone goes off at 6 p.m. unless there is an emergency, which there will not be an emergency where you need me at 10 p.m. Right. Like and having these types of conversations, maybe not that abruptly, you can have your own way of how you converse with this. I think it's a good thing to describe what's an emergency. Oh, definitely need to describe what that is. Also, what about the time that you want to take away? Vacations. This topic came about because we were talking about autoresponder emails and how realtors are deathly afraid of using autoresponder emails because, well, people can't know that I'm gone. There was, there was something on uh, one of the one of the real estate outlets, whether it was Inman or something, someone talking about, oh, you should never use an autoresponder. People shouldn't know that you're away. And I'm like, that is the biggest load of junk I have ever heard <laughs> because 
Now you're basically saying, no, everybody should expect that I am at their beck and call 24-7. It's like, no, we need to set the expectations of where we're going to be and how we work, and your clients will respect it. The autoresponder doesn't have to say, I'm in Tahiti partying with my friends right now. Like, it doesn't have to say that. No. It just says, I'm out of the office. I appreciate you reaching out. If it's an emergency, here's other contacts. And if it's not, I will be getting back to you. And we've all been in those scenarios. I've done this before too, right? Many times listing and selling real estate where you're like, I got to take this. Like this could be the one. And you move an entire day around and it turns out to be absolutely nothing. I have found the more often you rearrange your world for the one that you think is the one, it's not the one. No, it's not. And (laughs) it's because you should know, here's the other thing. Let's back up too. If you're running your process and you are really clear on who are your active clients, right? Who are the people who are committed? You should know who is worth that time at that moment when those things come up, because you've done the screening. Everybody's on the same page. There's commitment from both parties. And that's what we lack when we get this crazy things. We're like, oh, I just got to work 24 seven and all this stuff. And We can talk about handling the volume because if you have a lot of really good active business, well, okay, now it's time to bring somebody in to help you out. That's a different business we're growing. But I think up front, like you can't even get to there if you're not setting the appropriate expectations with your people. So Matt, the amount of times that I've had somebody that they'll call me and I'm like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be on vacation. And they're like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I uh, I changed my flight because I've got this really important buyer coming in from out of town and we're going to make... I want to make sure they can see this house. I think it's the house for them. Well, what are you doing with your trip? Oh, we did. I, my family's gone already. They, they <laughs> flew and I'm staying home because I'm going to get this piece of business together. And I have never had at the like the next phone call go... I'm so happy I changed my flight because I got that big commission check and we're all good. And now I'm with my family. Nine times out of 10. And I have to say, I've never had that happen. So it's really, for the most part, it's, I wish I would have gone with my family. Yeah. I, I wish I would have taken the trip and just let it be because I stayed home. My family's out having fun and I'm not with them or it, whatever it might look like. So that's that's the biggest thing is, is that when you start to get control of this time and you set the expectations and you let people know what you're doing. And this is the coolest part about working with people that you know, like, and trust is that the more you know, like, and trust them and the more they know, like, and trust you, they're usually excited that you and your, your important people are going off to go enjoy something cool. They're not upset with you at all. And more often than not, they're like, well, wait till you get back. Yeah. And it's crazy. I mean, if it's so urgent that all of a sudden someone new in your world needs to buy a house tomorrow, like you're not their trusted advisor. You're just the person that's going to help them get to that next step that day. And that person could be gone the next day if that's not the house. That's the other side of this is where you're changing all these things potentially for these people who pop up. Larry calls them Pop-Tart Realtors, oh, yeah. right? And you you change all these things for this. And here's the thing, like that person could be out of your world the next week. And now not only did you spend the time with this person, but there's not even a commission in the future with that person. Yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, if you, if you set the expectation, because I know there's people listening out there going like, but if my buyer needs to see a house and I'm just like, oh, I'm going on vacation and, and you know, I have to expect them to just be like, oh, we'll wait to see it until you come back. No, you set them up with somebody else that can yeah. take, the, take them out and show that you take a referral fee on it. And it's all great. Or you just say, hey, you know what? Can you show this house for me? And no matter what, I'm going to make sure you get a referral fee on it. 
I'll take over the client when I come back. If for some reason you haven't written a contract with them before I get back, like there's work around all of this. The client is extremely important. We're not saying neglect them on any way, no, shape, or form. Just set the expect. <laughs> like this is one thing I don't understand. Like if you're going on a vacation, and I know we kind of dove into that. I know. Like the number of people who don't tell their clients that they're going. I'm like, maybe they won't notice. But that. What if something happens on your vacation and you can't service your client? And now they're like, man, I wish I knew my realtor was out of town and what I had something else. What if your flight gets canceled? What, what if your flight gets That's canceled? That's why Matt and I are sitting That's here That's why we're actually podcast. here. Um, <laughs> and now all of a sudden you have to then scramble yeah. instead of saying, hey, by the way, I'm going out of town in two weeks. I got Janice. She's all set. She's incredible. She's going to be available to handle if anything were to happen. I don't really expect much to happen while I'm gone. I'll only be gone for a week. You know, and we've been doing this for however how long, you know, but if something does, Janice is there, I'm going to give you all of her information so you'll be able to contact her directly if something were to happen and we'll have all of our auto emails and everything and then we'll pick up on this date. Is Even that better, work for you? Have Janice reach out and introduce herself so you can be yeah, like, hey, just want to jump so on a quick things. conference call real fast. I'm going to bring Janice in. I just want you to hear her voice. She's a great friend of mine. She's going to take amazing care of you. If for some reason you need her, this is who she is. Yeah, it's takes what all five minutes to do that maybe so now let's come back to like okay forget vacation for a second it's just a busy market and yeah. now we're sacrificing life we're sacrificing time with the family we're picking up the phone at dinner we're not doing our our flow activities we're, yeah. we're losing we just did the episode on on capturing orphan clients by doing real estate reviews and live stuff so we're canceling all that stuff because I can't we go have to the gym these, Matt I got to get back to these emails uh, oh man. I've heard things like that so many times. And it's the same thought process as vacation. Yeah, It's setting up the expectation saying, you know, maybe first sitting down and deciding, how do you want to work? Like, maybe you're enjoying your lifestyle now because it's just kind of happened that way where you have the time to do the things you want to do. But is that what you want to do consistently? Is this the lifestyle you want to have? Do you want to be able to go to the gym? Do you want to be able to pick up your kids from school? If so fence that off and say, that is non-negotiable. This is how I work. This is the way it's going to happen. And then say, okay, this is how I'm going to set expectations with new clients that I work with. So in that initial meeting, you say, by the way, here's how I operate. Here's how this works. And this is how we're going to get you to where you want to be. And I should say, Garrett, too, and I'm curious your opinion on this, too. This isn't even though we're, because we're talking to realtors right now. So obviously yeah. this sounds very me driven, me, the realtor, protect me. But really these conversations are about the client success, right? And so you can position this in a way and saying, I operate this way so that you can achieve your goal better than anybody else out there, right? Yep. Well, and I think where a lot of realtors have a hard time letting go is sometimes, and you might know who I'm talking to as I'm saying this out loud, but nobody can take the care of my clients that I take care of my clients. Yes. And I do want to say there's a lot of really good realtors out there. You know them. They're in your office. They have built amazing businesses because they take great care of their clients also. like well, Just ask any realtor and anybody listening, what truly makes you different? from the other realtor next to you. Like, tell me, like, I want to know in the business, what, do you have something that's so super differentiating that your process is that much different than the other person? If the person next to you is a ninja, 
and they're a really good ninja, they have the same process as you. The yeah. differentiation then is you and your trust. So we're not talking about turning your entire business over. And this is where no. I'm saying this. It's like, we're just asking for backup when backup is needed so somebody can help you take care of your business, you know, step in where necessary. And, you know, it's funny. I was we had to, speaking of like kind of getting control of your time, setting expectations of clients. And again, as you said, best results for the client. That is the number one goal here so that you can also create the business that you're going to look back on and say, that was really fun. And I loved every minute of it. And it was great. Getting control of that time. There's, there's an agent I was just interviewing and she said she has recently set up her you know voicemail and responders so that it says what her hours are and things like that. And uh, she said, it's really funny. She says, the only people that actually are irritated by that are other realtors. Yeah. She said her other clients, like her clients, her people, absolutely love her. This is one of the people that I just interviewed, by the way, that had her best year she ever had in 2023. Yeah. So like, take note of that. Like, and, and I understand we don't want to upset other realtors, but at the end of the day... But here's the thing. If the way you run your business that allows you to live your life at a high level and serve your clients well, upsets other realtors, that is their problem. Yeah, that is their, that is not your problem. There's a little bit of them going, I don't think you could, it's their, their belief system going, you can't do that as a real estate agent and shame on you for even trying to do it because I wish I could do that. Like they just don't know how to do it themselves. And because you're pulling it off just upsets the whole yeah. equilibrium of how they think the world works. Well, let's take the voicemail that explains the hours as an example, yep. right? A lot of people are like, oh gosh, like it's after hours. And like, I, I need this person right now. And it's like, but whenever I hear that, it's like, well, now I know exactly what the expectation is. I know when I'm going to hear back from this person. And that's the beauty of it. Because if you just, if you don't have that expectation and people do communicate with you and you are busy so you can't get back to them, then they're just wondering, well, when's yeah. this person going to get back to me? It's been three hours since I left that voicemail and they haven't like texted me or anything. But if it's been three hours and you on that voicemail heard that you called after hours, quote unquote, oh, well, I won't hear from them until tomorrow morning, right? And that is the clarity that we need to have set with our clients when all the time. Forget just busy season. You set that up, you're going to be able to have the freedom to be able to run your customer service call block at the time that you set it, your hour of power. You're going to be able to do your real estate reviews. You're not going to feel that anxiety of like, oh gosh, I need to check my email real quick to see if something came in. Because here's the other thing too. When you start working with clients, if you set the expectation of how this works, what the time frame looks like, you don't have to have all of the voicemail things and the email autoresponders to let them know because they already know. And yeah. they're the most important people in your world. Anybody new who comes in, we can handle that. And if they're so urgent that they needed to do something within an hour and you were busy with a client doing a real estate review, then that's not the piece of business that you need because the business is right in front of you with that client right then talking about the value of their home, which is going to lead to referrals and more trusted relationships where you're going to run your process. Well, and if we bring this back to, again, getting control of your time, getting control of your days as this business is starting to pick up, as we're watching the pace of business start to pick up out here, 
This is, again, making sure that you can help as many people as you possibly can. And if you're burning yourself out, this is where we start running into problems. We saw it happen back in 2021, yeah. 2022, where people were just like, I'm not enjoying this business anymore because I'm just getting run ragged. Well, they had no expectations. They had no boundaries set up at all. Now, the other thing I'm going to say, Matt, is that if you're going to set these boundaries, you have to adhere to them. Yes, and this is where I think a lot of realtors dabble with this. They're like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my voicemail. I'm going to try this. I, I only take calls, you know, six o'clock at night and then, you know, it's voicemail and I'll respond the next day. But then they don't. They take the calls and the calls come in and they yeah. respond back to them right away, even though it was just like, a, hey, I saw these two homes online. I'm hoping we can add them into our, you know, home search tomorrow. And you can listen to that. You can add them into the home search, but then they're like, I, you know, I'm just going to call Matt right now. I'm just going to give him a call and just see and just you know talk about these homes for a second. Well, you just took that whole thing of I don't take calls after this time because it's my family time, and you basically just said that was BS. Yeah. Like that that didn't mean a darn thing. When it says you leave a message because during these times and these times my phone goes to my voicemail, I respond back to messages at this time and this time. If you don't call me back during those times, you have lost all credibility for me. And I think a lot of agents fear setting up these expectations because they haven't been able to figure out how to time block. They haven't figured out how to show up for the other day times in their calendar. So why in the world would I show up for the four o'clock time that I'm supposed to call my people back that left voicemails today? Yeah. It's just safer to go, I'm just going to wing it. You know, that's such a great point. It is a really good point because we have that fear of not being able to show up and do what we said we were going to do because, well, what if something else happens? And so I think part of this, Garrett, too, is for everybody listening to set this up is work backwards, too, and see what else do I need to do earlier on up front to help me manage this expectation? Because it's not as easy as just saying, hey, I'm going to do this and then let's go. We need to have a system in place. And so think about what do you want your ideal schedule to be? And then what do I need to support that? What things do I need to show up for to help me execute that at a good level? Probably a weekly planning session. Relating this to hiring a personal trainer, let's say. Okay, you don't have an urgency of a market, let's say. But what if you hired a person who's like, yeah, let's, yeah, we could just work out whenever, you know, just give me a call. We'll, whenever it's convenient we'll, for you. We'll figure, and we'll figure it out, right? You call me, we'll figure out a time and and then you do the back and forth. And what if they're like, yeah, we'll kind of figure out the plan as as we come in, right? No, like when you hire a personal trainer, they're like, here's a plan. This is what I'm going to work out. This is what I want you to eat. This is the nutrition program. This is this. And you follow a regimen. Now, I understand it's not a great translation to helping people buy and sell real estate. But when you look at yourself and you say, hey, how can I set up myself to follow these expectations so that I am free at that time to call my people back, that I do adhere to this? And that might involve moving some other things around in your life. And it also might involve picking up some habits that you don't have currently, like doing the Ninja Nine. Yeah. And so I think that's got to factor into this evaluation too, Gary. That's so, your insight is so spot on. And that's, I think the number one reason why people don't do it is because they fear being able to follow through on it. Not the, not answering the call, it's the the callbacks and yeah. being ahead. That's what they fear. Well, so you know, one of the things that I don't want to open up an entire can of worms here, but if you if you're looking at that and saying, okay, God, it'd be really cool to be able to do that, but I fear, you know, this or this is you know, whatever's stopping you around yeah. it. I would take whatever that system is. Let's say it's your planning meeting every single, you know, Monday morning to sit down and plan your week out, understand where your moving parts are and what you got to be doing. 
a lot of times when I'm coaching somebody, I will have them write down who, when, what, where, how, and why. Mm. And then you take that system and you have to start to answer yourself. You ask yourself the questions, who does this help and who gets value out of me doing this system this way? And you might be the one that, that gets value out of it. You might also look at it and say, you know, this also benefits my clients if I do it this way. Might also benefit the people I love in my life. That you know benefits them because I'm more now scheduled and on point, so I can be with them and be with my clients 100 percent full time when I each with each one. Then you start looking at okay, that's who. Then you go down to okay, so when am I going to do this? If it's a planning meeting, Monday morning, what time? Put the time down. Okay, I have the when I'm going to show up. You might put how long it's going to be for. I'm going to give myself an hour. If it's setting up these time blocks in your voicemail to be like, you know, when am I going to do this? Well, it would be four o'clock every day. What's another time block I'm going to set aside that I respond to my voicemails? You know, you got that time set in there. So again, we know who it benefits. We know when we're doing it now. So who, when, what? What is it? That time is specifically designed to get back to every single person in my in my voicemail. And I know for a fact, I'm not going to have a thousand voicemails. I'm probably going to have about five or six that I'm going to need to get back to for that hour. Can I do that in an hour? Do I need more time? You just start kind of analyzing it down to figure out. And the funny thing is, is that you're going to answer these voicemails no matter what. The time it takes when they're spread out, when you're doing one here and it's disrupted something else you're doing, and you do one here and it's disrupted something else you're doing, and one here and it's disrupted something else, is way more time than you hammering out all of them quickly, writing notes and going, okay, this is my action item for this one. This is the callback. I need to do this. I need to send this to this person. Like It is way more effective in running a business to handle it that way. But when you go down who, when, what, where, how, and why, at the end of it, you take all your information there and then you need to attach it to whatever that thing is that you're trying to implement in your business. And it's a way for you to go back and to get very clear. This is not just something that I heard Matt and Garrett talk about and maybe I should try it. It's like, no, what does it really mean to you and all the pieces of it so you're clear on it? Usually if you're really fighting on it, there's one thing in there you can't accept or you haven't figured out the benefit of it. And that one missing piece will break down the whole system. Oh, man. So that's the prescription, folks. Like, this is not easy work. I know when we started this, we were kind of like, least I feel like I was making it sound easy. Just set these expectations. And, and <laughs> I understand it's not easy. It's hard. But if you do the hard work, you're also going to bear the fruits of that. Just like Diane Harris on the Think Tank, as you're yep. saying, she has this set up and the only people it upsets are other realtors who don't have their business together. The clients love it. She's doing an incredible business. And that's exactly, I think, what everybody wants, right? I mean, you, you the listener, you just asked yourself, is that what you want? Yeah. We'll do the hard work. And if you're having trouble finding that little piece that you were just talking about, Garrett, that's probably maybe a good time to hire a coach too. No. It might it might be a good time to have somebody step in and be like, let's analyze this and let's break it all down. But Matt, to go back to where we started, and I think we can pretty much put a bow on this episode, which is the business is coming. We're watching it happen. The energy is out there. The marketplace is set up for it right now. It is what I refer to as a healthy marketplace. I've switched out the word normal that a lot of people have been using out there. And I mean, there is, don't, don't get stuck on normal. It's just a healthy marketplace right now. We've got buyers that want to buy, sellers that want to sell, and a marketplace that will allow it to happen. We need to lean into that right now and understand it and control our times. Yeah. So with that, Matt, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. If you want to check out Ninja Coaching, go check out ninjacoaching.com. If you want to learn more about Ninja Selling, go to Ninja Selling and the trainings that they offer. 
And with that being said, uh, we also have the podcast group and we got a great community of people in there growing fast, as Matt says, fastest in the universe. And, uh, universe. and I, I think it is true. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah totally. absolutely. 100%. <laughs> so with that, um, thank you all. And until next time, we'll be back. Catch you later. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.